Season two, episode two, the good stuff. We're back, y'all. What's up, Neil? What's going on, Malachi? Um, quick question. What? Where's all the houses? Uh, they're off the market. They're <laughs> here. They're out there. They're just not for sale. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see. We'll we'll get into that. We'll get into that. Um, okay. What do we have? What do we have on today's show? Well, um, it's a theme hour or half hour or however long it is. Today is the the inventory crisis. Um, where all, where are all the houses? Why are the, all the houses not there? And um, what what can we do about it? Okay. Yeah. Because our last show was a little bit of reminiscing on mm-hmm. how we got to where we are now. And now I guess we'll go ahead and start diving in, diving into the good stuff, try to get some, some good guests on here and, and rock and roll. Yeah. We'll go so, forward. We, we've about knocked out a month of uh, 2020 and uh, you know, it, it's, it's going. Yeah. So let's get the forecast going and all right, we'll um, go ahead and uh, drop the beat. <laughs> I'm not saying I'm cool snitch, but right. I'm gonna I'm gonna predict that that's gonna be a, a smashing success. Yeah, it will go over well. Welcome to Talk About Town, a podcast about real estate and other stuff. And now your hosts, Mal and Neil. And we're back. All right. Everybody should be fired up. I'm loving our new intro. Yeah. Howdy towners. Howdy towners. Yeah. We're (laughs) back, baby. (laughs) (laughs) I love the new intro. Uh, Pumps me up. It's fun. I don't know. It's a good change. Everything's fluid. Everything's fluid. You know, if we get a thousand people writing us back saying your intro sucks, well, then we'll change it. But until then. Or we won't. (laughs) <laughs> or we won't. Yeah. Or not. Know me. Yeah. I do what I want. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> this is this is my show. Don't you? Worry. That's right. <laughs> I'm gonna make right. it worse. Yeah. Ask. You know, be careful what you ask for. That's right. <laughs> uh, That's right. All right. Cool. Well, we have a couple um, interviews for today's show from a couple uh, area expertise, which uh, should bring some good insight from a couple different angles. Which that's cool. Um, and then we'll, we'll go ahead and you just want to knock out the, uh, real quick, the, the numbers. Yeah. The local real estate market update brought to you uh, by Insuramax. Hello, I'm Chad Hennessy with Insuramax. If you're exploring options for your insurance coverage, let me and my staff help with taking the burden off your shoulders. We at Insuramax are a locally owned independent insurance agency providing options and flexibility. This allows us to design coverage for your auto, home, business, and life insurance specifically for your needs. Please contact me, Chad Hennessy, at 502-479-4085 or email me at chadh at insuramax.com. Insuramax looks forward to removing the stress of insurance shopping for you. Nice. Friends of the show, appreciate it. Um, All right, so... Numbers. Do you have any numbers there? I have some in front of me. Um, yes. I don't know. What well, do you have? Well, I, I do. Um, and I was, I was looking at the part in, in, uh, 
the Greater Louisville Association of Realtors. Okay. Where it's some visual data. It's the graphs. Okay. And, and what's crazy, um, the some of these numbers ride a real predictable wave from summer, winter, summer, winter. You know, the, the listings are up in the summer, they're down in the winter, and they kind of make this predictable wave. Well, um, if you look at now, um, which actually it runs up to the end of December of 19. The roller coaster gets real scary. It just drops. It does. <laughs> Suddenly. Yikes. Yeah. You go from absorption rate, which was, which is if everything sold and nothing new was listed. Right. Uh, how long would it take for everything to disappear? I like that number. Do you have, what is it? Well, it was almost uh, three months in, September, which still is low. Yeah. And it's, then uh, October, November, it, it kind of tails off a little. And then from November to December 19, it just nosedives and it's less than two and a half months now. Um, That's crazy. Yeah. I mean, when you log into the MLS, the multiple listing system, we talked about this, I think, last show or whatever. As soon as you hit it right now, 2843. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's total across all the the surrounding counties and and all that good stuff and when you 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 filter it by one or two things and bam you're down to to not much like i said back when i first got my license you click on that and it easily be somewhere around six thousand yeah i think i think the norm they say is you know in the mid fours but uh you know back then it was closer to it was up in the sixes and now you know you're almost in the mid twos which is just crazy um, that's crazy i was uh i was texting with somebody today they're looking in uh oldham county but a specific neighborhood they said we've driven back there we haven't seen a lot so i went and, and looked in that particular neighborhood there's two homes for sale and it's big and i was like well you're right there's really not much back there we're and um we had a little, little discussion and kind of the find something or build something um I don't know. Which that's going to segue here in a minute to what we think might be the supposedly is going to be the knight in shining armor uh, for the forecast. And we, we'll talk about the forecast uh, here in just a second. But let me get to um, the local, just the flat out depressing. I mean, um, <laughs> Jan- January 12th to January 18th of 2019, there were 457 homes put on the market that same week of this year. 388 mm. so there's a drop here's your some more <laughs> drops uh, january 12th to january 18th of 2019 there were 246 closings that week uh same time this year 191 so i mean Dang. the number um for both is fairly significant uh, right and here in a few weeks you'll be able to start seeing the, the charts and kind of seeing you can overlap mm-hmm. them and, and see where you're at. It's still early on, but I think all, all, all four weeks have been subpar to, to the, to last year. Yeah. So um, I don't know how, and when we talk about the forecast here in just a minute, um, it's an election year. And I always feel like they say election years are even slower than regular years because people tend to sit on their money. They, they mm-hmm. wait until November gets here. And, um, if that happens, 
I guess the market will just kind of stop for a little bit. <laughs> I guess so. Um, one thing I've noticed that is a little bit of a change is that the market is positive, meaning more listings, more sales, of, and it has been about 200,000 and negative below that. And that number has decreased a little bit. And the change, the big change is more at 160,000 now. Um, which is not awesome news. It's not tons of houses to sell, but it says that there's a little bit more affordable housing coming to the market. Hopefully. Yeah. That, that's what we talked about on the last show a little bit or whatever. And I'm just going to go ahead and call him out because I asked him to come on the show and he didn't stop by, but Ben Carson's in town today discussing affordable housing and he has enough time to stop by and talk to Terry Miner, but not to stop by and talk to talk about town. So um, we're gonna have to make sure somehow that 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 happens. That conversation has to take place. So yeah, well, um, he's not, no, they're not they're not better than us. Nobody's better than us. So no. they, they gotta come on the show. No, we're looking so, at you, Terry, and we're looking yeah. at you, Doctor Carson. Yeah, we need to. If you're talking about affordable housing, so are we. We need That's your right. two cents. I, I watched his little his. Um, they had a convention in December and he was on there and I watched his uh, 10 minute, I don't know, 10 or 15 minute spiel about what he thinks needs to take place for, to help the affordable housing crisis because the wages aren't keeping up with the home prices. And it's not even, it's not even close. We're not talking like 2%, like we're talking like 50%. Like, so um, houses are being built. And the and the for a first time home buyer right now, if you you know what sucks is you have a decent income, but the what should be a first time home buyer that should be around one twenty or so is actually one seventy five, one eighty, and that's just it's it's killing people. So, um, and what we talk, you know, going into the forecast stuff, that's not supposed to change this year. Everything I've read, everything I've watched, they're saying that the housing they don't see a break, like they don't see the last two years you've seen the numbers have gone up and they've gone up and they're expecting a carbon copy of 2019 this year, which is not good for, it's good for sellers. Great. You know, right. but for buyers that have a budget and have just finally got to where they can afford a home and then they get out there and realize they really can't afford a home. Uh, it's like a catch 22. Right. Yeah. I, I was reading some articles in preparation for this too. Um, the headline of one from Forbes, 2020, we'll see historic low level of housing inventory. Um, you know, I feel like we've been harping on this since really since we started the show. Yep. And it, it, it's a real thing. And I will say um, Louisville's a lot more stable in the area around us than some places. You know, uh, if you're out in California, good luck. Yeah, the house, there's no, well, and what I've read and what me and you've talked about, the new construction uh, at the end of 2019, they, I don't know the number, it doesn't really matter, but they had a gigantic influx of applications of, mm -hmm. of new construction builders that are getting into the game. And so they, they think what's going to be the knight in shining armor this year is new construction homes, which it's kind of a twofold, it's a double-edged sword. That, so they, great. There's going to be new homes to buy. That's perfect for somebody that wants to come in and buy new construction home, but maybe they build the, the home for the, the persons that's ready to move up and they move up into their 250 house. And now guess what that opens up is 
a house that we can all at the 150 mark sell. So right. um, they're hoping it alleviates some of the stress, but at what point, you know, I don't, I don't know. I don't know the numbers, what it's going to take to, to see um, a drastic change or anything, but um, well, I know how I was looking at really some of these very numbers. Um, I guess back in like the the housing crisis of a, of a few years ago, they were building 2.2 million units a year in okay. our country. And then that has slowed to recently 600,000 for yeah. about the last three years. Uh, and And one thing that they have cited there is that in that crisis, a lot of people got out of the industry altogether. A lot of tradesmen, a lot of builders, you know, people went, uh, some of it's immigrant labor and they went back home. Some of it is, was older people that were in the trades and they just said, okay, I'm done, I retire. Some of them went to other jobs because they were, it wasn't stable at the time and they just stayed there. Hmm. Uh, and, and, you know, when, when we're dealing with inspection requests and getting repairs done and stuff, you know, as well as I do, if you know a good, good tradesman, you don't tell anybody about that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Keep that in your pocket. <laughs> There's not enough. They've got too much work. Yeah. Um, and that number that 600,000 uh, on that video I watched a couple weeks ago about the new construction and alleviating some of the stress. That's the number she said, but the number that they need, I forget what it was. It was like almost a billion or it could have been more than that, two billion. It was something absurd that they need to to help break even and help slow things down. And that's what she said. She was like, they need two point something billion new units. And she said, we're looking at putting out about 600,000, which like that's not even. 2.2 million, I think. I don't care what it was. Yeah. Whatever. It's it, The number they needed, it was absurd. And what they're projecting is not even going to be a right. drop in the bucket. So, um, and so the, for the, all, for all those guys that aren't in the industry anymore, it's making labor overall more costly. Oh, so yeah. it makes, and then land, you know, that's something we're not getting more of. It becomes more expensive to develop a site. So yep. for, for builders to turn a profit, it's a lot easier to build those, those big fancy homes out in the East. Well, you feeds right into this. So you uh you sit down with a builder, which is great mm -hmm. to get a, a dead on hundred percent boots on the ground perspective. Um, and he talked about um, well the new housing market, and he he, he builds for a um, a reputable company here in town that are yep. actually Fisher Homes. Uh, yeah, Stephen Tolley that works there. Yeah. Um, and I actually, I've done some business with them. Um, nice. I'm current, currently am, and I've been super happy to, um, that was one reason I went out to talk to Steven because, uh, I like their company and I, I like what he was saying. So why don't we hear what, uh, what we talked about? Yeah, it sounds good. I'm here with Stephen Tully at, uh, Fisher Homes in Mallard Lake. How's it going, Stephen? Not too bad. Not too bad. We've been talking on the show about the inventory crisis and really the affordable housing crisis overall. Mm -hmm. um, there's not enough out there for the, to meet the demand right now. Right. So one of the avenues to fix that is new construction. Mm -hmm. And so 
what have you guys seen here lately with new construction and people coming at that? Yeah, so a lot of the people uh, that we've seen come in, uh, they've looked at resale homes, used homes from the get-go. Um, whether they're working with a realtor or not, they've let us know that they're just not able to find what they're looking for. If they do, it's, you know, X amount of money above asking price. And mm -hmm. it's just really pushing their price point too high, uh, for what they're getting. Um, so that's where they're starting to come to us because they can get at, you know, certain price points or at their set price points in a brand new home. Right. Um, they're just having to do that process of maybe waiting a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, but in doing so, it's, again, it allows you to get that new home. So right. it's something that they seem to be really enjoying. Um, and it's, uh, it's really started. It was a really good year last year. It's really starting to pick up already this year. Well, it's a gorgeous spring day today in January. <laughs> yeah, right. So, uh, and you guys have had, even even on crappy weekends, mm -hmm. you guys still have people rolling into Fisher, right? Yeah. yeah, we do. We had a really good weekend last weekend with all the rain. Um had a ton of walking traffic just in two of our models. Uh, and then just word of mouth from our other salespeople in other locations. Uh, they had quite a bit of traffic as well. Um, everybody's looking to have that uh, time frame of being able to, if they are to build, uh, moving into their house right at the beginning of uh, summertime. Kids getting out of school so that way they don't have to worry about relocating school systems or just relocating with their kids while they're in school. Uh, it's really that, that ideal time point. People, time right people do love that uh move when you're when you're not having to run the kids to school all the yeah, time exactly and then and what building a home is going to be four or five months yep yeah so yeah, just depending on what it is that you're building uh whether you're building a basement or not uh, but your standard time frame is four to six months okay. um, on a non-basement home yeah and and weather impacts that for exactly. sure yeah, i know yeah. people think they get a time frame and they're like well we're moving in that day but yeah, <laughs> it's construction. It is construction. Um, you uh, can't uh, do anything about rain. Uh, that's our biggest, you know, biggest thing. It's winter time, but I mean, like you said, it's like a spring day. Today. Yeah, it's a gorgeous spring yeah, day. Today. Yeah, so, I'm, wearing, uh, I'm wearing short sleeves right now. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> yeah. So, so definitely, um, weather plays a factor in it. Uh, mm -hmm. But as long as we keep a drier winter and drier spring, nothing really holds us up, and we can really stand by that four four to six month time frame on that. Nice. We have uh I've got a client that is building with you guys yep. right now. Uh everything seems to be going. Um it went from nothing yeah. to it's starting to really look like a house. Yep. Yeah. I went by this morning. Um they're getting ready to finish up all the drywall. Uh and then I was talking to the superintendent this morning and said that he plans on knocking this thing out on the back end pretty quickly. Um just because once you get that, once you get the drywall in and and uh, roof under or over top of the house, it's smooth sailing from there. So you don't really have any factors that are going to kind of hold you up. Right. Then it's all details. Yep. 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 Exactly. Exactly. And so Fisher specifically, where do you guys build? Yep. So so uh, we we bought out um, another builder a couple of years ago mm -hmm. um, and took over all their assets. So we're predominantly right now in that Bullitt County market, um, Shepherdsville, Mount Washington area. That's where we have the most locations. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of existing communities that were kind of, uh, were either phasing out or uh, even opening up some new sections. But uh, we've got a really strong push towards the east end of Louisville um, area. We've got mm -hmm. some, it's kind of southeast area off Bartstown Road, um, Middletown area as well. And then um, a couple locations out in Shelby County, as well as a couple locations out in um, Oldham County as well. Okay, um, I didn't know you the, the Oldham County because uh, 
I do some stuff in Oldham County. I know Malachi does a lot in Bullet. I do a little in Bullet. He does yeah. a lot in Bullet. I gotcha. And um, we'll want to be able to direct our people because, yeah. uh, for instance, uh, the person I've got with you right now, mm-hmm. we were looking at existing homes starting out, and I guess that's pretty common, right? Yeah, it is. I mean, that's that's probably our biggest competition, at least in the Bullet County market, um, is going to be with resale homes um, just because of price points are you know a little bit lower than what they would be in Jefferson County. Right. Uh, so that, that is everybody's kind of first stop, it seems to be. Um, but uh, again, once once they see what they're getting for the price, they tend to make a pretty quick jump over to us to at least entertain that thought. Right. There. And then I don't know if um, everyone knows this or not, but you can tell your agent, hey, let's go talk to a builder. Yeah. You don't have to ditch your agent. You, they can come with you. They can help. Then you've got an advocate that yep. that helps coordinate everything because there's still lots to coordinate. Absolutely. Uh, I recommend never ditching your agent, as I know you would recommend. That I would well. recommend that <laughs> for sure. Uh, no, we do a ton of work with realtors. Um, that's where 75% of our business comes from is realtors. Mm-hmm. Uh, realtors. Um, we run, you know, you're going to get your standard um, commission that you normally get off most, um, most sales. Uh, at least from what I've been told from mm-hmm. others. Um, and then the uh, big thing with Fisher is we run a little additional incentive um, throughout the year, uh, kind of break it up into two portions of the year, uh, where if you bring in and you have two homes signed uh, within the first six months or the second six-month time frame of the year, at that point, um, on top of your commissions that you get from both sales once the home closes, uh, once both of those home close, you will also get a uh, $1,750 rich trip. Uh, so you get a thousand dollar Ritz Carlton Marriott gift card, and then a seven hundred fifty dollar flight voucher. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, I thought I was going to hit that at the end of uh, nineteen. <laughs> I had uh, I had somebody starting to ask, and and we started gearing up, yeah. and then uh, then they they bailed. So I was I was starting to book hotels, and I wasn't yeah. I wasn't really getting that far. <laughs> but it is it is good. They they work very well with mm-hmm. agents. I have found I've been very pleased with them, and they're expanding. You know, Bullitt County is popular. Um, existing homes at lower price points, people are fighting over them. Yep. The East End out there uh, mm-hmm. is growing at a furious pace. Crazy, it is. It's crazy. Like I said, we've got uh, that's that's one of the areas that we're we've got one that really is well established neighborhood now. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Estates of Lloyd's Fork um, out in the uh, Lake Forest area. Um, but then we're we're really pushing for that Shelbyville Road, uh, Middletown area with some uh, new sections that we're getting ready to open up and new communities out there. We're thinking that's going to be a huge hit once those open up here in the next uh, month or two. I think it will be. Yeah, Middletown, uh, that whole area uh, out route roads back end of Taylorsville, yeah. Shelbyville, all that stuff. You go back there and it is just construction vehicles everywhere. It is. It is. It's again. It's really growing. Um, you really go down Shelbyville Road and get out by uh, out by the Polo Fields area, mm-hmm. uh, Flat Rock Road. Uh, that's that's where our new a uh, couple new communities are opening up, and sections of other communities are opening up. And I mean, it's 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 Builder Avenue down through there. And, Again, that's why we're we've uh, purchased some of that land and um, you know took over some other communities and it's uh, I think that's going to be our biggest hit once we really get into twenty twenty. Yeah. Going. And then what about price points? So you've got different communities that kind of fit different budgets, right? Yeah, yeah we do. So um, it's going to be. I mean, if I just did the full broad uh, price point, I mean, you're talking one eighties to five hundreds mm-hmm. uh, and up on base prices. 
Uh, but those price points are going to definitely uh, start to kind of mesh up and narrow up uh, once you just do it based on area, uh, region, and areas uh, within the Louisville market. Um, Bullet County to areas, you're looking at the 180 to 330, 340 mm -hmm. price points on base prices uh, with a ton of options in between. Um, and then out in the east end, um, Louisville, that's where you're going to hit your higher price points. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, so um, that's where you're going to hit a little bit higher of a price point, Jefferson County. Mm -hmm. uh, land costs more, um, convenience of, of just the locations going to be a higher price point. Um, so those prices are going to really vary um, across the spectrum uh, depending on the different collection of home that you build within Fisher. And then 180 is about the minimum. Yeah, that's the bare minimum, uh, and that's again that's base price. Mm -hmm. um, so I I do kind of stress that. Right. Uh, it's very rare um, if ever anybody comes in and just builds a base home. Right. Um, of course. Because you want to make it. You're building a new home. You want to make it your own home. Yeah. Um. You know anybody can go out and find you know or at least try to find a 180 price point home. It's not going to be everything that you want it, but you can find it. Um. If you're going to build new, why not make it your own? Yeah. So you're going to increase a little bit. Um, but that's just, you know, that's all going to be preference at right. that point on what and, somebody likes. And I saw when we were making selections before with you guys, mm -hmm. you know, there's an upgrade for granite, for example. Yeah. Well, the difference between the base price countertop and granite is way lower than if you were to swap it out with granite later. Yeah, it can it, be. Um, you know, anything that you do on your own is always going to be less expensive. Mm -hmm. And that's building a home. That's... DIYing your your own house now, right? Um, it's always going to be cheaper to do it on your own than to have somebody else come out and do it for you. Um, so, I mean, that's something I always, you know, customers tend to always do on their own mm -hmm. is between when they write their contract to build their home and when they actually go out and make their final selections of their house at our design center. Uh, a lot of people tend to go out and do some shopping around if they're willing um, to do certain things on their own once they move in. They go out and they kind of compare pricing to what, all right, here's what I could save if I did on my own after I moved in, or do I want to turn key home and just kind of move in and right. just have movers put my furniture in and be done. Um, so, yeah. That's the beauty of it. It is. It is. And uh, I'm building a house myself with us right now. Um, I was all about doing some stuff on my own. Yeah. Um, my wife had other ideas on that. And times kind of you know, turn <laughs> to find out that, we're going to do more of the turnkey type of home, yeah. uh, which it totally makes sense. I mean, I look back and it's like, do I really want to do all that or yeah. I have the time to do all that? You're busy. You got little yeah. ones and, exactly. and exactly. all that. Exactly. So, so yeah, I mean, it's we, we give you the option. Um, is everything an upgrade? It is. Right. Um, but, you know, in retrospect to what you're needing or what you're wanting and your price points, um, it's it's it may not be as bad or um, as pricey as it may seem to be. Right. And then... Um, interest rates increase people's buying power right now because they're exactly. so low exactly uh, some stuff i've been listening to predicts possibly even lower interest rates mm -hmm. and really if you're financing a home that absolutely means that you can purchase more because your interest rate is so absolutely. much lower yeah absolutely so your buying power uh, there's a lot of you know factors into all that um but uh the i know within the past year and a half or so um Interest rates, I remember when I first started with the company, was we had some rates right around that 5% mark. Mm -hmm. um, they're as low as, especially buying your rate down, you can get below a 3% interest rate um, right now. So that 2% uh, difference from just a year and a half ago to now, 
is a tremendous amount of your buying power. Um, so it is obviously a great time to buy right now. Yes. Um, and to be able to give yourself that yourself that extra cushion to be able to kind of add in those things that you wanted or maybe increase the actual home that you're going to be buying. Right. Going from one floor plan to another. So Yeah, definitely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's and, a big factor in it. Yeah. So we've got um, low inventory around that price point. We've got low interest rates, which help people. Yep. We've got um, great, great homes that can be put up within four or five months. Mm -hmm. We've got gorgeous uh, spring preview. Yep. So it's time, isn't it? It is perfect, <laughs> the perfect building storm. That's right. That's what it is. Yeah. So re reach out to us. Reach out to Stephen. Yep. And uh, we'll uh, we'll send you guys to Fisher. They'll they'll hook you up. That sounds good. I, I appreciate that. Cool. Thanks yeah. for being on. Yeah, not a problem. All right, so uh, the weather has turned a little bit since then. I was sitting there uh, with short sleeves talking to him. Nice. And fighting the vacuum. Uh, I don't know if you all saw that. We. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> before I got there, um, there was a woman cleaning the place, uh, their office, and he said, look, I'm going to be doing some recording. And I guess she didn't give a shit because she was vacuuming. <laughs> At one point, uh, I cut it out. Uh, she came in the room where we were and said, hey, can I vacuum in here? And he's like, what are you doing? <laughs> so she, did, she didn't quite get it, but, uh, but that's hey, okay. Hey, podcasts are new. A lot of people don't even know what podcasts are. So exactly. it's, it's, it's news. <laughs> what, what are you playing, a video game or something? Yeah, that's great. <laughs> it keeps it authentic. So That's right. Uh, her lifting up your feet and stuff, vacuuming underneath. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, man. Yeah, that's great. So, all right. So the forecast, they're saying there's going to be new construction. Great. That's going to come hopefully alleviate some of the affordable housing issues. But then you talk about the financial side of things. Yes. If we, we segue to interest rates, and that's also been a factor to helping this feeding frenzy is because everybody out there has a pre-approval letter in their pocket of 3.5 or heaven forbid it go over four and you know god that's so expensive right. and four. A four four yeah uh a four percent interest rate's absurd but what we've been hearing rumors of and i read this and you read it before the before uh, what we were reading at the end of 2019 was they think there may be some sub three interest rates going on out there and you recently talked to somebody that just actually flat out did this so talk, uh, set to, that up i talked to jason lawrence uh this week uh he is a lender with fairway independent mortgage company friend uh, of the show friend of the show part business First partner guest. of ours yep um he well um he'll tell you but I, um just to pique your interest he quoted a sub three rate just this week uh, which is crazy it was a 15-year va so that's one of the absolute lowest rates but we're not done yet uh, we, we think they're going to go down so uh let's let's hear our conversation with jason okay all right i'm here with jason lawrence of fairway independent mortgage how's it going jason hey it's going great neil thanks for having me of course welcome back thanks i appreciate you, it you were our first guest ever um a lot's a lot's happened before uh or since that's that interview that we did with you back then 
Oh, definitely. I mean, I showed up today. The place looks completely different. I mean, this is this is official. This is it, uh, it high looks, tech now. It looks real now. We'll have to post some pictures. Uh, right. My my wife said, if you all are going to keep doing this, you got to have a proper space. Right. Well, so, it looks great. I'm, I'm impressed. Well, thank you. We're building it. We got we're sponsored now. Yeah. Uh huh. Working with uh, Insuramax, Insuramax, and Chad Hennessy. Nice. Uh, he's been my agent for something like 18 years yeah and uh does a great job and we're uh working with him that's very cool and um we love all of our of our partners and guests and and we're glad to have you back too sure well, i'm um, glad to be back here yeah you and i are doing a little partnership thing too mm -hmm. and so i wanted to talk briefly about what to expect uh mortgage wise housing wise coming in 2020 uh, we're at the tail end of january here more of the same i would i would say for uh the realtors inventory keeps going down mm -hmm. and it's i mean it's almost scary you're like if you're working with somebody below about two hundred thousand dollars you kind of got to warn them sure um there's not going to be a lot and when there is it I hate telling them you're going to write a full price offer or even more if you expect to win. Yeah, I, I say. I mean, I would say I've seen the same thing so far right now because you know, in, in the years past, I feel like in January and February things start off really slow, mm -hmm. and everybody's talking about let's wait till the spring. You know, springtime is going to be busy. Whereas now, I feel like as soon as we you know really hit the second week of January, I feel like you know as far as real estate goes, it's springtime. I mean, there's a lot of buyers out looking, and, and there's a lot of movement just out um, you know in the real estate world. Yep. Um, so there are buyers out there. So for mm -hmm. people thinking of selling that say, oh, I'm going to wait till spring or whatever. Why wait? Right. I mean, it seems like the, the time's now. Right. Um, the only way, the only reason I would say yes, maybe wait is the uh, medium price and average price both kind of ride a wave mm -hmm. that corresponds with the hot months and the cold months. So if you, if you're looking for absolute maximum value, for your house if you wait until the spring or summer it is possible no guarantee sure that you could get a little bit more from a buyer for for your same property mm -hmm. well, that's definitely understandable so you got you guys have been writing mortgages like crazy january huh we have i mean right now rates are unbelievable um we really started off the year doing quite a few refinances because right now i mean rates in comparison to where they were a year ago this time um, I mean, they're about a percent lower than, than they were, you know, last January. So can you off the top of your head, give us a breakdown? Like what, what's a percentage going to save someone? Sure. Um, I mean, roughly on like a $200,000 loan amount, mm -hmm. um, you know, 1% is going to equal about $150 per month on their payment. Dang. I mean, that's a, that's a huge difference. I mean, that, or that also equates to, you could spend about $30,000 more on house and have the same payment that you would have had a year ago. I love that. Mm -hmm. um, people don't realize, or some people don't realize, rates being this low increase your buying power so that you can buy a better house, more desirable location. Um, you just get more for your money because the rates are so low and you can afford a payment on a more expensive house. Sure. That's true. I mean, I hear, you know, I've heard in the past where people will say, well, Hey, you know, we want to wait until maybe home prices um, go down or, or, you know, they're trying to find that, that perfect deal. 
And I tell people all the time, I say, well, you know, if you're, if you're waiting and you're trying to save $10,000 on price, if the rates go up, you're actually paying more money for that house anyway. And you're paying it to your lender mm-hmm. rather than uh, your struggling school teacher homeowner mm-hmm. who their, their house went down. You're paying the same. Right. And now you're paying it to the bank. I, I mean, I'm, I don't hate banks, but I'm all for, for helping out the little guy too, you know. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you know, obviously we want rates to stay as low as possible for as, as long as possible. Um, I was listening to a 2020 outlook for the housing market uh, by actually a different podcast. And they had looked at a lot of indicators um, that people smarter than me look at. And essentially they're saying the Fed is approaching it right now as they're not going to let another recession happen mm-hmm. for the foreseeable future. Thereby, if any of these indicators start popping off that things are going to change, then they're going to lower rates. Mm-hmm. And they were talking about rates, mortgage rates in the twos. You and I just had a little conversation. Uh, tell our listeners what you just did. Sure. And I was actually really surprised, but I um, just was searching rates last night, looking at a 15-year loan. Um, for a VA loan. And, you know, I was pleasantly surprised that the, the rate was actually in the high twos, oh um, which I, I didn't expect that. I, I honestly expected it to be low threes at best, but I, I ran it and sure enough, high twos. High twos. Mm-hmm. Uh, for comparison, in the 2000, in the year 2000, we were looking at like 8%. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I got in the business, um, I guess it was like 2002. And at the time, I was doing 30 year fixed refinances. I was refining people at seven and a quarter and they were loving it. I mean, oh I was lowering their, their percentage point, you know, by, by two points. Jeez. Right. And, you know, I remember back then telling people, you know, rate rates are super low. I'm sure they're never going to go any lower than this. And <laughs> lo and behold, I mean, those same, same clients have been bought and sold and refinanced several times since then, because, you know, it's just amazing how rates have continued to drop, you know, even when we, when we didn't expect it to. That's crazy. Is there a rule of thumb on refinance? If, um, if, it, if, you can get a rate that's X amount lower than what you currently have, mm-hmm. or is it just case by case? Um, I think there's a myth. I've always heard for years, a lot of people say, oh, well, don't I have to lower my, my rate by 1% to make it worth it? And, and that's not the case at all. It's definitely case by case because, you know, loan amounts, one of the biggest factors because, you know, I mean, a, a half percent difference in rate is obviously going to be, a, a, have a lot greater effect on 400,000 than it would on a $60,000 right. loan. So it really is case by case. I mean, I've had people that have refinanced to lower their rate by three eighths of a percent. Whereas, you know, if they haven't had the house very long, they're not stretching the term out and maybe not really paying a lot of fees to even do that. Then there's no reason not to lower it, even if you're saving a few dollars. Right. Mm -hmm. Because that's money that you can save, invest, spend, enjoy. Right. It's up to you. Right. So like I said, it's really case by case. And that's something I'd always take a look at. You know, I'm not trying to get people to refinance when they shouldn't. Um, The way I look at it, you know, I I always look at everything is what what, would I do it for myself and my family? And if I wouldn't do the refinance, then I'm not going to try to get somebody else to do it. You know, I advise based on on what I would do. I feel like I have a a pretty good, you know, pretty good opinion on that. Well, I think you would. um, And I... I give Jason a huge vote of confidence that uh, we do some deals together and I never have anyone that's less than completely satisfied with dealing with Jason. Um, Your customer service is second to none. Uh, So if you guys are thinking of a refi or a purchase, 
um, reach out to Jason, uh, reach out to me. We'll hook you guys up. Um, how do we get a, get in touch with you? Sure. Um, you can pick up the phone, call me 502-905-5287, or you can email me at Jason Lawrence team at fairway mc.com. Nice. And, uh, what is your NML? NMLS number. It is 52494. Thanks for bringing that up, Neil. Got to keep you legal. That's right. All right. Well, thanks for stopping by. Um, We'll go back to uh, me and Mal in real time, sort of, but it's all recorded anyway. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Thanks, Jason. Thanks. All right. Back to um, the, the real timeline, not the future past timeline 2.99 um that she said it was yes yes so i've got a um a podcast that i listen to and it's actually it's designed more for agents where we're we're designed more for consumers and that they were talking about what agents can expect and they were saying um fueled by the fed and their fear of another recession that they that if the fed sees any indicators of any kind of economic problems, there's going to ratchet rates down again. So we'll, I think getting below two will be a little bit more normal this year. Mm. Uh, we, we got a three and a half and that's, I could not be happier with a three and a half. Like that is just, that's a sweet spot. It's a good, it's, it's low. It's great. But when you start hearing, yeah, below sub three you know um it's just crazy especially when the the first person that closes one of these deals on facebook everybody's gonna hear about it and i got them a 2.875 interest rate you're like what the hell is going on uh it's you're getting closer and closer to free money (laughs) to buy house i know well well this this one that i was listening to they said look if your interest rate is here at three or even a little below and your house appreciates at 5% a year, you're essentially, it is free money. Um, when you go to sell, you will be gaining as much as you put in, as you paid for the loan. Right. The interest. When me and you talked about this earlier, just on my personal side of things. I mean, yeah. When you sell whatever, your equity you have, you take that. And then what if you get some absurd two point whatever interest rate and you buy up, you, you, you buy you a bigger home, but you take your, what you, what you earned from your previous sale, put that down. And now you have a cheaper interest rate. You might end up with a bigger home at a lower mortgage payment. Like, and that's just, that's right. It's crazy to think like that. It's exciting. It's exciting to think like that's what that is. <laughs> It it is exciting. Um, I don't know there, and you know, there's some other things that are pressing this affordable housing issue too that I that I hadn't really considered uh, until really doing the research. It's a demographic thing. So you've got all these baby boomers that are in their house, and they say, "I'm staying put. I'm going to age in my house," and that's it. So you've you've got all this housing just locked up by people who have no interest in moving. And I will say um, some of them that I work with and have worked with in the past year or two, the hot commodity is the ranch style house. Oh, ranches are huge. If you get, get rid of the steps 
and that opens you up to a whole different pool, of, a whole wider pool of buyers, older people, younger people. You get ranches. Everybody wants them because they don't have to lug their laundry up and down basements. And like, there's just, there's so much more to that. And then, um, and then with the, the interest rates being low, you know, if, if I'm, if somebody's locked into even a 4%, say, say they bought their house a year ago and, or two years ago and they have four and then they hear 2.75 instead of moving, they're okay with where they're at. They, they just refi and instead of moving yep. where they normally would move to, to get a different house, now they're just going to stay and get a ha- cheaper house payment. So there goes that, yep. there goes that house that should have been hitting the market and now it's not. So um, there's right. a lot of different things that can lead to, I don't know, this isn't, a, you know, I guess a perfect storm, but you know, to lead to where we are now. Um, yeah, the, the, the perfect shit show in a way. Um, you've also, unemployment is so low. Yep. That there are so many people Everybody. that are working a they're working a steady job and they can afford a house. They've been there for two years. They've had that income, so now they're ready to move out of their apartment. They're like, I think I want to go buy me a, a hundred and twenty five thousand dollar three bedroom two bath house. And we're like, well, those don't exist anymore. Uh, but those one hundred sixty five thousand dollar three bedroom right. two bath house exist. And then you're like, yeah. oh, it it exists. You just got to bring your toolkit. Yeah. So. Uh, um, it's like I said, it's created this perfect storm where, like we said a year ago, there's lots of buyers with pre-approval letters in their pocket. And when a good one hits the market, there's usually three cars in the driveway when you pull up for the first showing. And it's just absolutely uh, pure chaos. But, uh, and like I said, that's what coming full circle here. That's what Ben Carson's in town to talk about today was um, how to fix this and what you can do to create, affordable housing or at least bring it back down to the check i guess um right well uh you and i both did our uh continuing education um con- there was an elective container did, housing baby <clears throat> affordable housing solutions container houses co-living community living you know, yep communal style stuff well they said um, on the news last night that the uh, the greater Louisville business association, whatever they had that new leader. And she said that they're trying to go after these business, you know, the tech companies they're trying to, which Louisville has been trying to do that for 15 years. Um, There's supposed to be a big, uh, like $10 million campus going on river road, actually. Nice. Well, they, yep. w- uh, they am putting them in a group, but you know, I think if you're this tech company that lives just outside of downtown Louisville, they would love to have some cool, badass co-living style not not like a dorm but you know you share some common ground um Mm -hmm. share a kitchen share bathrooms and um you can you can fit stuff on on smaller lots um and maybe what if you can get 400 people living on a one block common ground area versus them going out and buying 400 homes out a little bit further out so um right they've got to be able to think a little bit outside the box to uh they do, and and zoning regulations get you there sometimes yep. because there's diff, different um, numbers of you know people per block that the density is allowed to be yep. in certain places. Yeah. Um. So we, it's really, you know, it also goes back to back in the crisis of investors buying up all the those foreclosures. Um, it's like you said, it really is this perfect storm of so many different factors. It's not one thing. Mm-mm. It is not the one thing. 
Um, so basically, to recap, the forecast is the same as last year. Uh, they're looking at, you know, homes. I don't guess we're going to get a whole bunch of them. This, we'll, I'm sure here in a couple, here in a month or so, we'll get a little influx because it's spring that you always get one in spring and then you usually get one in summer right before so everybody can move before new summer but um, I don't know how big of a how big of a factor that's going to play into the bigger the big picture um, with trying to ease things like I said yeah you go throw a hundred and fifty thousand dollar house up here in a couple months it'll be a bidding war again and it'll sell for 175 (laughs) Absolutely. Um, so, especially to the guy that's got the two and a half percent interest rate, he can afford to spend a <laughs> spend a little more. <laughs> that's right. Um, so, you know, and that that kind of pushes those prices up too. Um, another interesting thing I read is with, you know, several years ago, um, the regulations for writing a mortgage were a lot more lenient than they are now. So you've got people who live in a house, essentially grandfathered in that could not afford that same house today. Right. So they're not moving up either. Um, it's well, just, I don't know. There's a lot of factors. Well, um, we don't talk politics, but you know, uh, Trump came through and his whole crew cut red tape. That's all they, they, they preached about all the time. We're cutting red tape, cutting red tape, cutting red tape. And that frees up all the fun types of lendings that they've created over the last few years. Where, like we said, uh, if you get a job, it's almost like Tony Molino. If you got a job and you got $200 a week, we'll get you in a house. Um, but we've right. also seen how that ends. And it ends, if you watch my, one of my favorite movies of all time, uh, The Big Short. So um, mm-hmm. it kind of shows well, yeah. it, it breaks it down for you. Well, yeah, I, I spoke with the lender a few months ago that was saying, you know, uh, we got this one program. Uh, you can declare bankruptcy on Monday and on Tuesday get a loan. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, you know. Yep. I've seen I've seen that movie now as well. Thank you, yeah. Malachi, for making me watch it. Yeah, um, we we know how that one ends. There's a will. I mean, well, at the very very end of the movie, when they start showing, well, now they're calling or they're calling these loans these loans. It's like, oh my god, yeah. here we go again. Uh, well, yeah. who was it? One of our lenders said they can go down to like a five twenty or something. Five. Yeah, fifteen or something. It's like you can't even get a cell phone with a credit rating of five fifteen. But uh, you, right. you, we'll get you a house. So yep. um, yeah, we'll see. I mean, it can't, it can't sustain. You know, it can't keep like this forever. Like, well, you know, in my practice, uh, I'm really, I want people to do well. I'm probably going to recommend that someone with a 520 credit score that declared bankruptcy yesterday, maybe not give it a house. Give it a little time. <laughs> get some, give it a little time. Get some things figured out. Get you know, yeah. in a little bit better place, and and then get ready to buy that house. Then then we'll by all means. Yeah, right. And that's that's your job. That's appreciate our job. That's uh, so, uh, the guests that sat down and gave us Tanner. Yeah, yeah. Thanks to so. Stephen and Jason. Um, yep. Check out uh, Chad Hennessy from Insuramax if you're yep. looking for somebody who will shop for you to find the lowest rates. Yep, and we'll have and Jason back on as an in-studio so we can talk about some meat smoking and some some more fun stuff there. Absolutely. Um, so he was, in, he was in the studio when I did the interview, and he said he just felt way more comfortable than the first time. 
Oh, I guarantee it. Yeah. <laughs> we were we were all three nervous the first time we came in there. Yeah, I'm like, was, uh, like what? Like I said, <laughs> what was that our second or third show? And here's yeah. our first guest. And uh but it, it still turned out all right. But uh no, the next one will be really good. So uh I'm looking forward to it. We'll we'll have to look at our schedule and get him in here. So um, yeah. Well uh don't forget check out uh our new website, talkabouttownky.com. Tweet us yeah. at talkabouttown. KY, uh, Facebook, talk about town KY. There's kind of a theme. Get on Apple and give us some stars and reviews. Reviews way, way more, but uh, at least give us a one sentence that says these guys are funny or these guys are okay. That even works. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, any review helps. So we appreciate it to all the uh, talk about what we call them, talk about town. The towners. The, the towners well, so uh, it was my my daughter who suggested howdy towners howdy towners intro thing and i said it last week and i told her about it she said well did you give me credit so you better i'm you, giving her yeah. credit now she better. she made it i said i really like that yeah, i'm stealing that thank you <laughs> uh, all right well uh, appreciate everybody for tuning in and hopefully the next show will do even better Oh, we're gonna we're gonna crush it. All right, thanks a lot, guys. We'll talk to you soon. All right, talk to y'all. Thanks for listening to Talk About Town. Hey, check us out on social media at Talk About Town KY on Twitter and Facebook. Also, you can look us up on the web at TalkAboutTownKY.com. Malachi Hadley and Neil Cox are your friendly realtors with Smith & Wilson Realty.